0: Welcome to the MedTech Talent Lab, the number one catalyst for advancing careers and building high-performance teams. Sponsored by the Anthony Michael Group, helping companies secure in-demand talent in regulatory affairs, quality, clinical, engineering, R&D, and other areas for medical device, digital health diagnostics, and other organizations across the U.S. life sciences sector. Here's your host, Mitch
1: Robbins. Hey, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the MedTech Talent Lab podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Robbins, and joined always by, with Adam Soppe. Uh We're here each and every week talking about all things talent, especially as it relates to the MedTech industry. Um, we have a another version of the podcast where we are regularly featuring best-in-class leaders straight from the industry on all things talent. Um, we run a search firm called the Anthony Micro Group, where we help organizations across medical device, digital health, and diagnostics to build high-performing teams, primarily in technical areas like regulatory affairs, clinical engineering, quality, etc. And, uh, and today is the topic that I've been thinking about recently, just based on the success that we as an organization, as a search firm have been having, I wanted to make sure to share with the market at large what I think is working when it comes to um, job descriptions. I think all of us have our own uh, viewpoints on the good, the bad, the ugly of job descriptions. But today's topic is really a a different vantage point, and that is um, the use of video job descriptions. Um, now, I know here at our organization, we've been doing this for five, it, pretty much five years consistently at this point, since 2017. And I have to give credit where credit is due. Somebody else that I knew was doing this, um, they were at the time leveraging basically just creating a video and putting it up on YouTube and sending candidates to their YouTube channel. We took it a step further and were creating landing pages and driving traffic to a specific page. We're going to get into the details in a minute. But for those of you guys who are here with us in the room live, thank you for being here. Each and every Wednesday, if you are unfamiliar with um, the group, we run a a community on LinkedIn that we're building called the MedTech Talent Lab uh, community. We're bringing together hiring teams, HR (laughs) leaders, talent acquisition professionals, candidates, everybody in one community to help you create a competitive advantage, whether it's on the hiring side or the candidate side. And so we've got some folks here with us today live. Um, and I I'm just gonna throw this out there to you guys. Before I mentioned the idea of video job descriptions, is it foreign to you? Is it something that you're doing in your own organization? What's your take on video job descriptions?
0: I'll admit that I had this idea a couple of years ago back when I was at uh Versenius and uh, really was excited and hiring managers were as well. <clears throat> we got even as far as figuring out how <clears throat> to actually embed the video into the actual written job description uh, we were using to Leo at the time, but ultimately it didn't move forward because, um, you know, larger companies are sometimes difficult to, to insight change. Right. Um, so I love this topic because it's something that I thought was a great idea. I thought it would really make a profound impact. Um, but I, I definitely know that particularly midsize and larger companies will struggle to figure out how to operationalize using them
1: yeah thanks for that perspective and that's something that i hope today we can uh try and help mitigate as well as far as trying to trying to make this as easy as possible so that it doesn't seem like rocket science and it doesn't uh for those listening who want to implement something like this and kind of hear the success stories happening be like you know what we want to do this but you're afraid that it's just not going to get approved or you're not going to know the technical know-how we want to try and dumb it down uh, and streamline as much as we can for you today anybody else what's your thoughts on video job descriptions
2: I've had this thought for years and years and, and I, similar to Nick, I've just not been able to get, um, adoption. I love the idea of using short format videos, even in like sourcing outreach, you know, just to cut through the noise and just add that personality and connection. Um, the big thing that I run into right now is that, People are hesitant to be on camera despite all of my mm. best cheerleading. They're like, no, I, I don't want to be on camera, um, <clears throat> which is hilarious because we live in this Brady Bunch Zoom world. I'm like, they I'm on yeah. camera all the time.
1: Yeah, So that's a good point. So you're dead on. it. Video job descriptions help humanize the candidate experience. And we've talked about mm. this in, in other episodes. But think about this. If you are a hiring manager – uh, and you received a video from a candidate expressing why they're interested in how they can offer value, and then you received a resume from another candidate and nothing else, which one would seem more human to you? Which one would you connect more with? It's the exact same thing when it comes to reaching out to candidates about jobs. If you received a one-minute video from the prospective hiring manager or a job description talking about the scope of responsibilities and the requirements, which one would you gravitate towards? And so that's Uh, a a big thing of what we're talking about here, but Shannon, you said white noise. This is exactly what video job descriptions do, is they help cut through the white noise. And folks who take advantage of this strategy right now, I told you we've been doing this for five years. The folks who take advantage of this strategy today in 2022 are still way ahead of the curve. There's, we just had two inputs right now and both you guys said, we'd love to do this. We haven't gained uh, um, consensus or we haven't gotten it adopted. The majority of the industry is probably thinking the same way or it's not even on their radar. So this is a huge opportunity to gain a competitive advantage for uh, for your organization. Yeah, I was
3: going to add if I if I could, Mitch, uh, I was going to add like, yeah, four and a half, five years into doing this. I get daily compliments, literally daily compliments on this. And most of the people say, wow, what a what a unique approach. I've literally never seen that before. So to your point, you haven't missed the tech. We're we're not we're not behind the eight ball if you're just implementing it today.
1: The thing I was going to say, Shannon, you mentioned white noise. You know, yes, it cuts through white noise. But I also think that it's important to recognize that personalization is key, right? Mm -hmm. The more personalized our messaging can be, um, the more people are going to engage and respond. And that's why mass Mm -hmm. emails you're seeing. That's why um, emails in general, you're seeing the response. The reply rates are going way down. There's just too Mm -hmm. much going on. And so people have to recognize that you are trying to reach out to them specifically, not them as a mass, right? Yeah. Um, but let's talk about, let's try and make this as easy as possible. We we just established the importance or the vitality of video job descriptions. Um, what goes into a video? What should go into a video? Let's say that somebody on the call today wants to start doing this next week, or they want to take it back to their teams and say, we got to do this. But you're not necessarily sure where to start. Let's talk about what goes into the elements. Adam, would you take this because you do a ton of these and kind of explain how you go about creating the the video?
3: Yeah, I, I'm very happy to. And so you definitely want to start with, you know, you don't want to bury the burying the lead, whatever the the saying is. You definitely want to start with something, uh, a hook, right? You want to hey tap them on the shoulder because they might only watch it for five seconds. And if they think, ah, eh, this isn't for me. So you really have to have a strong EVP, employer value prop, um, in my opinion. So really, hey, what's it? Basically, you're speaking to the audience. What's in it for you? Hey, there's a new software quality engineering opportunity, and it's in this space. Or it's, you know, fill in the blank. Something that's, that's really exciting, uh, potentially exciting for your, for your viewer. So I would start there with a really strong value prop.
1: Yeah, so video job descriptions are easier than you think um we're talking literally one to two minutes maximum of what's in it for the candidate okay so if you were uh, a hiring manager creating this video and you can put yourself in the shoes of who you're trying to attract what are they going to get to do in the job what's in it for them if they do a good job Um, what projects are you excited about where's the company going from a visionary standpoint and that's really all you need with a call to action of of reaching out to learn more if you want to learn more but it's really you know, one to two minute um, video of what's in it for the candidate. Yep. Guys, what do you yeah. think about that as far as that simple of a formula?
0: I think you've got to keep it simple. <clears throat> I think for me, I'm, and, and this might be slightly a gender-based thing because men have a tendency to want to always fix things. So I gravitate often toward the problem that needs to be solved because at least for me, that's the hook, right? So if I've got... Um, a problem that, hey, we're, we're trying to just recruit some people versus a problem we're trying to rebuild the, the talent acquisition process and procedures and systems. One of them I am more excited to solve than the other. And so I think touching on that problem to solve what's going on and because it. I think if most people understand what that problem is, they can very quickly determine whether they're the solution or not. Have I seen that problem before? Have I solved that problem before? Do I have some insight relating to that problem? But I I think that's a great way to really quickly communicate um, what you're trying to accomplish through hiring so that candidates can align with whether they're the fit or not.
3: Yep. I even will sometimes leave leave or end the video similar to that. Hey, if you have 510k experience, or maybe you've helped uh, bring commercialization into Asia Pack and you've done this, and you've you know built SOPs and policies and procedures, and you have QMS experience, we want to talk with you. So that way, if they haven't connected the dots, like yeah, I am your solution, then you're explaining to them, hey, you are my solution, or at least want to talk with you if you you know have samd experience in in the digital health world and you've done this this, and this and they're like oh yeah and they'll and they'll self um i guess you know regulate or uh you know get themselves out of the process or they'll reach out to you if they are viable so hopefully you're uh, only speaking with people that are potentially viable candidates too that way
1: I want to address a concern about hiring managers who don't want to get on camera to create a video job description. There's no reason you can't take what would normally be in a video job description and create an audio. There's no reason. There's so many ways that you can do this and we can name some of the technology. But if you don't want to be on camera, I would suggest do it anyways because what somebody said earlier on the show said, you're on a Zoom call or they're going to work with you face-to-face at some point anyway, so they might as well see who you are but if the point is we've got to differentiate the way we recruit we just have to there's too much noise out in the marketplace and the the uh, three biggest objections or excuse me the three biggest frustrations i hear when organizations are re, trying to recruit talent and not having an easy time finding the talent is a we're finding talent and we can't pay them b we're finding talent and they don't have enough experience or c we're just not getting enough volume and we don't have any talent to compete. Consider. so if these are your challenges or something of, of similar we're giving you strategies that will help obtain this competitive advantage to get your message heard and responded to um uh, what else guys what else? i was
3: gonna add too so shandon your your answer actually kind of surprised me a little bit i always thought it was maybe the legalese like hey we can't do video because you know this person might go off script and say something that we haven't verified yet um, that's why we have the templates for the job description and it's pretty much plug and play so the fact that people are, are, I guess, reluctant to be on camera, especially like you said, we're on camera all day, every day now uh, with COVID. I wonder if, if as a TA leader, you could say to the hiring manager, because I'm assuming you're doing, you know, intake meetings or whatever you call them with the hiring manager when it's a new mm-hmm. rack, it's getting approved. Hey, you know, we're going to be talking for like 20 or 30 minutes. Do you mind if I record you? It doesn't have to be a canned scripted. Uh, you know, 90 second video, I'll record Mm -hmm. you. And if you're open to it, I'll spend five minutes, you know, post editing, and and I'll send it to you. And then here's 90 seconds of a real fluid conversation. And you're talking about the role. And if you're good with it, let's use this as part of your video. I I wonder if if Mm -hmm. that might help, uh, you know, bring down the walls a little bit with with anxiety or reluctance to be on video.
2: Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think the other, um, the other comedic piece, I because I found a really cool platform earlier this year um, and asked my team to pilot it, and it flopped. Like they didn't want, they didn't want to be on camera. Like, that, and I think that that's kind of a bit of our culture here a bit more. Um, but even as we're talking about this, I know that I've got an upcoming role that like, well, okay pilot this idea because I do think that this leader would be game um, in more of like a, you know, that that give and take conversational um, approach and then you splice and dice it together.
1: One of the first questions were asked when we take on uh, when we take on a search, one of the first questions that were asked from prospective candidates is tell me about who I'm going to be working with, who's my supervisor, tell me about their background. Yep. Mm-hmm. What, are, you know, how are they going to be able to mentor me? What are they like as a leader? all these different things about that person, right? This is getting ahead of that and already starting to pre-sell because people wanna work with people they can identify with. So -hmm. again, that's another huge, huge benefit to this. The other thing I wanna stress is video job descriptions, um, let's not make it more complicated than it needs to be. We're not talking about getting a green screen, sitting down in a professional studio, having all the edits. We're not talking about any of that. Adam, Mm -hmm. myself, we literally pull out our phones We record the video, we upload the video, we put it on the page. That's it. That's it. So it doesn't take much. And people are saying, well, it's not going to represent us in the right light. Guess what? Action is better than just sitting there not doing anything.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And you have a regulatory leader that's holding their phone, walking through their department like, hey, we're getting ready for this audit or whatever. You know, I get you don't want to share IP and stuff like that. Be sensitive to that. Mm -hmm. But that's an awesome video. I'd love to see that, you know, versus the. Mm -hmm. Uh, excuse me is this on you know like the scripted that that's boring we we don't want that anyway so the the less polished the less you know the the Mm -hmm. lower the production value is in in this case i think the the better you connect like you said mitch you want to know hey is this somebody i can work with or not because if if that's a no nothing else matters they can offer you a ton of money they can offer all the cool bells and whistles if you feel like yeah "Yeah, that hiring manager is not somebody i would want to spend 40 50 60 hours a week with then then it's a moot point anyway. So, so start with okay. that, lead, lead with that.
2: And we, have a
1: candidate it on, we have a candidate ahead, Jackie. On the call, Jackie.
2: This is do a you concept getting... that
1: is um, new what? to me. The concept is new to me, but I think in the position I'm in, you know, looking for a new job, um, it would be very beneficial to help narrow down um, selections that I would want to really take seriously do you remember getting anything from us on this or no no okay I don't know if we have yeah
3: I don't I don't know if uh if we have shared that but uh okay
1: so let's let's talk Shannon you had asked a a, a technical question hey tell us more about how you're hosting the video things like that guys ask any questions that you want as far as how we do this or you know any of it and we can share with you
3: I
0: think uh, the one backup plan if, if you have real issues with people not wanting to be on camera is while we never actually implemented the video job descriptions, what we did do um, or largely the HR partner did uh, for one of the plants was to build uh, these video plant tours and they were specific to the job family. <clears throat> so maybe not mm-hmm. this particular yeah. opening, but, what does a career in quality look like at this manufacturing plant? What does a career in r and d look like? and the imagery, the things they talked about they were all slightly different depending on mm-hmm. what job family it was. And there were employees in those videos, but of course we picked the employees that were sort of open to it right yeah. um, and in that case, we had hired uh, just a it was a student that was in film school right and it was a really really cheap kind of internship type program. We walked away with probably eight or ten videos that were really outstanding they i don't think delivered quite as well as what you guys are doing and, and what you mean when you're talking about video job descriptions, which are much more specific to that opening, but it might be that step in the right direction that that somebody might need to take.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Were you on Enterprise or or like, Business Edition when you were doing that?
0: Enterprise. Yeah, and we never did embed the videos there because uh, there were you know legal and regulatory compliance <laughs> reasons, of course. It's tough when you have a large company crossing multiple industries, there's so much regulation that anything you wanna do, it's just difficult to do. So what we Mm -hmm. would typically do is in the auto response, once a candidate uh, applied to a job, they would get that. So Mm -hmm. um, it didn't do much for attraction, but the problem that we were trying to solve at that point wasn't necessarily, it was attraction, it was the loss of talent through the process we, we had a lot of attrition from beginning to end. So we wanted to keep that talent that we were engaging engaged throughout the process. So We'd have a potentially accepted offer at the end. So a little bit different objective, but
1: um, step stepping in that direction.
2: Yeah. And similar. I think it's so,
1: kind of what the page yeah. looks like just real quick. So at the time, So OK. So this is how we do it. We have a, a dedicated page for each role that we're working on. At the top, it says what the title of the opportunity is, what industry it's in, and where it's located. So if it's remote, it's got remote and, you know, big bold with an exclamation point. Um, at, under that, it's got a video. And more often than not, it's Adam who recorded the video. And it's anywhere from one to two minutes. Next to the video is anywhere from three to five bullet points about the sizzle, about what's in it for the candidate. And then under that is a call to action, a link to schedule a call. Now, we run a five-step process to recruit candidates, um, and it's across multiple channels, recognizing that not everybody's on every platform all the time. Some are on email, some are on LinkedIn, some respond better to a call, a text, et cetera, et cetera. The whole premise of this, though, is that by the time we actually have to proactively reach out if we still haven't garnered a reply, it's that aren't the names familiar, they've more than likely seen the video um, and it warms up the whole conversation that way as well. Now, we use Vimeo to host the the, uh, video and then the Vimeo link goes onto the page. You can use Vimeo, you can use YouTube, you can use Google Drive. I was thinking about this, let's just say that you don't have a software to create a specific page for every job and you've got 900 jobs in your company, you're like, this is crazy you can use google drive or something similar that where you store files across your organization and and be as simple as using the link to the video um and and use the link so hopefully that helps do you guys have have questions about that or any of the technical stuff Yeah, and i was
3: going to say too everyone's got GarageBand or quicktime player or something on their on their laptops or phones or you know so yeah it's very very easy you can google the steps if if you get stuck for sure
0: I'm a big fan of YouTube because it gives you so much control over your content. So, for example, you can set videos up so that they're only viewable with the link, right? Um, So that you don't necessarily have a bunch of traffic to your your job description that you don't need. Yeah. Uh, But I I do like um, YouTube a lot for that. I think Vimeo is another good site. I think I've struggled with Google Drive because I think the servers just tend not to keep up with video content particularly if it's in high def um, which you know not outside of the job description world i do a lot of filming it's all in 4k so drive won't work for me for the most part but both youtube and vimeo are great sites
1: you know another tool that i just thought of that we use a ton is called dub d is in dog u b is in boy b is in boy and dub you can actually Very easily embed the video into an email too, and it's got a uh, Mm. a motion GIF. So it's, you know, the person will get an email, hey, so and so, I created you a quick video, and it's like, you know, the motion of the GIF, and you can embed that right into an email, but it tracks how many people are opening it, how long they're watching it. But you could do this at scale. You can create the video and then use that link, and the link is good for social media. You could send it through in mails, you could send it through email, you could, um, send it through text. I mean, so many different ways that you can do it. But I want to hear your pushback, guys. What are you thinking? You know, we're a small business we have, there's we're nimble, we can do a lot of different things that maybe corporations would have a harder time doing. But what are your thoughts about what I'm sharing as far as how easy this can be? And do you agree that this is what I'm saying could be easy for a company? Or are you seeing red flags all over the place as far as how this won't work?
0: I think it partly depends on your industry. Right. So one of the challenges I came across is that um, we weren't permitted to record video within the property, within the facility, because um, of the FDA regulations and proprietary information getting out. Um, You know, I I think that's the the biggest challenge that I had faced was really on the, the compliance and legal side risk mitigation where video might say something inappropriate um another area that came up uh, as a concern was if you don't specifically state your minimum requirements somewhere um is it compliant that you're rejecting talent that don't meet those minimum requirements right mm. or are you now having to basically interview everybody because you've not communicated your requirements um, <clears throat> up front now that's really tied more to ofccp the office of federal contractor compliance program so I think depending on the industry that you're in, that's probably the, the danger zone. And the nice thing about being on your side of the desk, mentioned Adam, is that you, you don't have to really deal with a lot of that red tape, right? You can uh, really go for the jugular on a lot of these new ideas and you don't have to worry so much about the, the, the liability or risk that might come as a result of it. But that's where I got held up, was really in the compliance side of things. So I, I think that's your big hairy monster. That's understandable,
1: but I think there are alternatives. You could um, do the video outside of the company, you know, outside of the building. It wouldn't be as effective. but And if the script's a problem, you could run it through um, your copy clearance or advertising and promotion process to get it approved
3: yeah and i know that's part of, yeah part of what you what you're really good at too jackie so yeah that was my thought too is like well everyone's remote anyway so i'm recording it from my home my home computer or or my phone at the grocery store or in the parking lot whatever and then also could you do that where i was saying if you end the end the video as hey if you have a bachelor's degree in biomedical engineering and this this and this and four years of experience we'd love to talk with you does that I guess, does that uh, satisfy the compliance piece of it for your minimum, stating your minimum requirements? And that's a naive question. I don't know if it does.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think you could ask OFCCP. They probably wouldn't be able to tell you because this is a new technology. And what do we know? The government, it's not usually that great (laughs) at staying ahead of technology. They're usually chasing (laughs) it. So um, and and a a (laughs) midsize or larger company is going to see that ambiguity as risk and that's the challenge right will will of consider this a pass or a fail we don't know there's no case Mm -hmm. law so to speak um i think smaller companies that aren't necessarily on the government's radar quite quite as much Mm -hmm. are more apt to be able to try those types of things um but even that to, to jackie's point one of the requirements at my last company would have been to run it through the external communication approval process, which went through regulatory, legal compliance, right? It was quite a bit of rigor for one video, no problem. But if you're trying to do that, you know, three, four or five per week, that starts to clog that system. And my guess is you start to get a lot of pushback. Um, not a reason not to try by any stretch of the imagination, but these are some of the, the sort of booby traps you're gonna have to steer clear from that's
2: good to hear yeah i just do, i just do it but <laughs> that's also me and i will oh you She's want me maverick. to do this process great and I well somebody excited. has to do it the first
1: time or there'll be no i
2: i I, yes. I do when we get to the status quo and things have kind of leveled out i get really um i get really annoying i think for like to the point that i've had a couple of things where, like okay just, no, Shannon, you don't have to do it this way. Just go do it your way. <laughs> um, but, and I'm going to go out on a limb here because this is a very gross generalization. But one of the things that I have observed, especially in just workforce trends in general, is that when you have leaders in your company that are um, further, we'll say further along in their career, aka older, you know, we've got some of the younger boomers, the older Gen Xers, they are less, inclined to try things and reinvent in a different way. Um at least that's been something that I I have observed in in my own experience and and mm-hmm. joked many a times with my um boss that the us darn millennials are just throwing a wrench in everything. Um and so I think that it's while it may be hard, I think it's still important for us to try and experiment. And maybe, you know, this isn't an actual job description, you know, to your point, Nick, OFCCP, like my, the most dreaded letters in the alphabet for me. Um, And I think that's where, you know, you could, you could do a 60 second snippet of what's the sizzle and you put that in the job posting. It's got all the requirements, but like, Hey, here's what it's like working for me. Yeah. you know working with me working with my team this is the cool stuff that we're doing um and, also and that's just, be buddy yeah. be buddy buddy with your legal team i'm just saying that'll get you out of hot water <laughs>
3: that's I, I, I think if you do them in conjunction then you should be covered that's me i'm not a obviously a legal uh, uh expert but to sell i think to somebody in that's a hiring manager be like hey last time you looked up a new restaurant or read about a state park or whatever that reading about it is one thing, but if there was a 90 second video about it, wouldn't that, you know, wouldn't you be more inclined to do that? Well, that's how we're, that's how you're doing it as well. There's 1700 job descriptions out there for a regulatory affairs specialist. So put yourself in that upper, you know, 1% of 1% and, and help, help you and your team get this position filled sooner. Um, I, you know, I just think, and, and to your point, it doesn't have to go through, you know, you don't want somebody to read all, all the job description. That would be 20 minutes long and boring. So again, it's, Hey, here's why I joined the team 18 months ago. Here's what I've gotten to do. I've loved it here. Maybe you'll have a similar experience, you know, sell, you know, the, about yourself. And then that can be in conjunction with the legalese uh, of the minimum requirements and everything that is OFCCP uh, to appease them.
1: When we say video job description, I want, we're not saying Take what you're writing and put it into video right. format. In essence, yeah. what we're saying is one to two minutes of what's in it for the can to join your organization. And that lives in conjunction with your formal JD. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, and I would say to piggyback on that, the sell to the hiring manager too, you had mentioned attraction earlier. I think it was uh, Nick where you, you had attrition once people were involved in the process. Mm -hmm. I know factually people have reached out to me candidates that have reached out to me because of the video that they wouldn't have with the normal process. So that's and they've told me so. Um, So that can be a message to your hiring managers. Hey, uh, uh, qualify attract and qualify the talent that no one else is getting to like these are the big fish in the in the lake that aren't aren't biting on any of the lures. So uh, you get a chance to talk to them when none of your competitors are and, and do that by via video.
1: All right, guys, good stuff. So we're going to bring this session to a close. Before we do, any last minute questions?
0: No, I think this is great. And I love the idea. And I I hope to see more people doing it. And I hope to be able to bring it forward myself at some point. Um, I I think Shannon's exactly right. You have to be a little bit careful, because not just in terms of filming. uh, There's definitely some generational trends as far as comfort level being on video but also from the candidate's perspective, right? And you don't wanna inadvertently start using a method that speaks only to a specific age group because of course at diversity's numbers are gonna suffer. And I like the idea of kind of blending them, right? So you've got that high level video, you've got the compliant job description, I think that's really where most companies will be able to be successful. And I think some kind of analytical talent, which tends to want to go through those bullets, would then still have it to to kind of continue reading if the video they found engaging. So I like that idea.
1: Awesome. Well, guys, for those of you who are here live, thanks so much for being here. Each and every Wednesday, 11 o'clock Pacific, two o'clock Eastern, we're featuring the live session of the MedTech Talent Lab. Uh, community. If you haven't joined us yet, check it out on LinkedIn and uh, look forward to a session next week. Thanks so much, guys.
0: Thanks for listening to the MedTech Talent Lab podcast. For more content-rich episodes, log on to theanthonymichaelgroup.com or subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.